0: Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet.
1: Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. On
0: SENSA, welcome to the Sandful Show. For Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians, the Host Plus Sandful League is just warming up. Feeling those game day vibes? Nothing beats it.
1: Well, Welcome. Good afternoon to the Sample Show. Another edition on SEN 1629 SENSA. If you haven't downloaded the apps, the SEN app, please download it. Listen crystal clear and live at all times. And, well, a host of content too and one of the content kings here at SEN. Uh, he's the star of The Breakfast Show. Hands down the star of The Breakfast Show. He's a, super, a former superstar of the SANFL. He used to bleed... Uh, he used to play the doggies colours, and then he just swapped over a little bit for a little bit of extra coin. His name is Andrew
2: Hayes, and he joins me. How are you, Oh The bloods all sorts of different colours. Towards the end of the career, uh, going very well. Thanks, Miles. Uh, thanks for having me on board. And I'll tell you what, mate. You wear, uh, we shouldn't use this as a, as a session to pump each other up, but um, you're wearing that many different hats at the moment, and wearing them all very, very well. So. Good to be on board with you this afternoon. I'm only
1: wearing the hats because my hairline's receding uh, slightly, Uh, but that's the only reason. We do it all thanks to Host Plus, (laughs) an industry super fun for all Australians. Hey, uh, And you can search Compare Host Plus today, Hazy, but we've got a jam-packed, massive show. We've gone all players this week. Yep. It's good. uh, We start with one of your... Sort of mates, former doggy, Luke Harbour. What a career he's put together, 187 games.
2: And look, he's still going. So importantly, he's had a few injury interruptions this year. Had a really late start. uh, First time probably in his whole career that he hasn't had a full preseason. I think he started sort of around about March. We'll talk to Luke Harbour about that. But look, he's a former skipper. He's been there for a long time. He's seen a lot of... Good days and some bad days. It's nice to see the Dogs get a couple of wins on on the trot. I mean, they basically lost it themselves on the weekend against Sturt. Inaccurate kicking absolutely killed them. Um, But he is one of the Sample's good guys, Luke Harble.
1: Yeah, we're going to get to that in a minute about their game. Uh, Then we go to, well, one of the great utilities of Mm. the
2: competition in Tommy Keogh. I mean, is he a forward? Is he a defender? I mean, it was only a few years ago they thought, you know what? Let's just change it up. Let's throw him in the middle. And he excelled at that. Sometimes when you're you're a utility... It's because as as you know, I'll use myself as an example. (laughs) Sometimes when you're a utility, it's because you're not quite good enough to nail down a position. (laughs) Yes, the exact opposite with Tom Keogh. He's too good at all the positions, so they can't make their mind up. But he's a very, very good player. He's been in the system now for a long time. He's a Premiership player. Looking forward to speaking to him. Um, He's a teacher by trade um, and just an absolute ripper of a bloke as well. One of those senior blokes as well out at West Adelaide who no doubt, would make footy fun to go to during the week. It
1: certainly would. And the bloke that does make footy fun to go to uh, during the week and even on the weekends. Uh, his name is Maddie Dunn, <laughs> the skipper from Norwood. He's one of the great blokes, Matty Dunn. Yeah. He'll join
2: us a bit later. Look, uh, so you keep on saying. You've shared a few vinos with Matty Dunn by all, all accounts. Plenty over the years. From the outside looking in as well, um, looks like an exceptional leader. He's a very, very good player, Matty Dunn. I, I think the was very lucky to have him. He could quite easily be playing in the AFL, but... Um, like the leadership qualities that, that I'm seeing from Matty Nunn,
1: matured a lot. He was a he was a, a sort of a larrikin, I suppose, and he was a bit of a prankster and stuff. But they threw in the captaincy it would because he had those qualities, and and he just taken it in his stride. Uh, I want to touch on a couple of things before we get to the game. Just the, uh, the it's starting to heat up the Sample the sample State um, Under 18s. We're yep. playing. We've gone under over there. We've got. Um, a few boys that they're starting to talk about at the top end. The skipper, obviously, of the under-18
2: side, travelling very well. And But uh, our boy, Billy the Kid, mm. Dowling. Uh, it's very generous of you as well to say our boy. Uh, we'll call him SCNSA's boy, but you earmarked this kid no, your a boy. long time ago. So you just said, look, boys, uh, send a, uh, I'll take you on a little trip behind the scenes. You sent a text to myself and to Kane Corn saying, just keep an eye for this kid. He's going to be an absolute star. And right on cue, he is performing. So we've absolutely bookmarked him. He's sens but he's got a bright future.
1: He certainly does. Uh, you've only got to look at... Um, he's only played the nine matches in the under-18s. Uh, all the other players have played 12, 14, 13. He's sitting fourth on the overall disposals. There's not one other player in the top 10 um, that's played uh, less matches or the same amount of matches as him. Mm. So he is an absolute accumulator. Keep an eye on him. Let's go to last week's matches Hazy and, um, well, it'd be fair to say a couple of surprises. I want your thoughts on a few of these. And, look, the Bays, they came back. They showed us why um, they've been sort of the top of the table for the last few years. And 13-8, they took care of the Eagles, 9-7.
2: Look, their the form's been patchy. I think that's mm-hmm. completely safe to say, but it was a really good solid win for Glenelg. Uh, I mean, against an Eagles side, which I'm starting to wonder exactly what the Eagles are capable of. I mean, they're always going to be – they're just a really good, solid club. I feel like they're always going to be in the mix around the pointy end of the season. But um, this was a really, really important response for Glenelg in what's been a very, very interesting few weeks. Uh, Bailey continues his form. He's been outstanding. 29 disposals. Matty Snook doing what he does as well. Uh, nearly 30 disposals. Lockie Hosey kick three. Liam McBean kick three. So I feel like that is the absolute blueprint of what you're going to get from the base. Hosey, McBean kicking goals. And uh, he's having a ripping season off halfback. But Bailey and Snook picking up the spoils, And you've also got Luke Partington as well. He's going to feature as well.
1: Interesting seeing Seb Gilhouse in for the Eagles still kicking golf. Might even show you a photo in the outbreak break of me taking a hanger uh, on Seb Gilhouse. In well, please minute. do. Yeah, no. It's, uh, <laughs> he's been a bit of a gentleman. Let's go to, <laughs> let's go to. well, this is interesting. 6-16. They kicked themselves out of it. The doggies. They went under dessert. 8-8. 56 plays 52. Four points the margin. And 6-16, six, these are the ones that you just walk away from kicking yourself.
2: Uh, unfortunate for the Dogs because they were coming off back-to-back wins. It was over a 1,000 days or something ridiculous since they would recorded back-to-back wins. Uh, someone would have to find an outrageous stat for, um, for them to have three wins in a row. But look, the good thing about for Centrals in their situation, they've still got their prime mu- uh, movers. Travis Schiller's getting 30. Kyle Presbury is just a gun. He's been dominating. He had 22 disposals. Um, they're competitive now. So there was a worry probably midway through last season. You sit there going, oh, jeez, what does the future look like for the Dogs? Back-to-back wins and in a really close one, which they would probably consider, we'll ask Luke Harbour very, very soon, that uh, if it wasn't for accurate goal-kicking, they'd probably have done much, much better. But most importantly, the future looks bright out at the Ponderosa. Presbury was very close to not being there. Very close.
1: Really? Very. As in switching to another club yep. or leaving the sample altogether? Yep. No, no, another club. They were There was another club really red hot on him. Let's go to Port Adelaide, but he decided to stay and that's the sort of bloke he is, absolute ripper. Uh, Port Adelaide, 7-12-54. They went under to the bloods. So they got their first win, 12 9 And, uh, well, can we say our man or the man... Hammer Hartlett, he just racked up 30 and said, look, I could probably still walk into an AFL side.
2: Look, I don't think anyone's going to be surprised if we sat here and say that uh, Hamish Hartlett is an absolute gun. And he was always expected to be gun at this level. Every time he did play in the sample when he was on an AFL list, he absolutely excelled. So the only issue that Hammer's had, and that's probably the story of his career, is that he's had a few soft tissue injuries and a few holdbacks this year. But he's clearly up and about now. Gives the Bloods a very, very good opportunity. Uh, the man we're going to speak to as well, Tom Keo, he's still an absolute vital cog and it just gives everyone some hope for the future. You get a win like this. How many games has Hammer played this year, you reckon? It would be we should look that up. a fair few less than he would have planned for. Yeah, but he's he'll get a few votes. You'll Don't worry about that because when
1: he plays, he will get the votes. Uh, let, He's played the seven. So uh, I reckon probably five of those he's going to poll. Mm. Uh, in maybe what will be an even year. Let's go to uh, the game out at Wyalla that we spoke about at Bennett Oval on Saturday. North Adelaide, 6-12, inaccurate as well, but to an inaccurate Crows, 10-15-75. And, um, well, the the Crows are just showing, well, wide with their sort of talented list, aren't they? you get got blokes like... Matty Wright's kicked three goals. Two Lockie Scholes had the thirty-two, and he's also had ten marks. Lockie Scholes.
2: Mm, this was uh, a surprising result for me because I thought North Adelaide were going to win. Uh, good to see as well that it is out at Wairarapa. This was the showpiece game for the country championships. Um, look, North will no doubt probably respond, but I mean Matt Crouch by his uh, standards as well, pretty quiet. Twenty-eight disposals. We used to get him at least uh, forty plus. Um, the Crows will be interesting to see which way they go in terms of resting players and putting them on ice at the end of the year, but. Right now they're sitting on top of the ladder. Two players in that team, Matt Crouch and Lockie Shoal, will not be
1: there uh at, not be at the Crows at season's end. I can assure you that much. Okay, and let's go to uh the last game at Flinders University Stadium. The Panthers and the Red Legs, they got it done. Six eleven, they beat the Panthers six eight. And the Red Legs form team of the comp. Seven of their last
2: eight, I think they are. Mm. Yeah. So look looking forward to speaking to Maddie Nunn, who's been out with a bit of an ankle injury, but And that's probably important as well. They're getting the job done without one of their absolute best players. So as soon as he comes back into the mix, they're going to be in the finals mix. And then, geez, it's look out rest of the competition.
1: Shout out quickly to, it was the country championships. And, well, just uh, like my old neck of the woods, the old southeast just seemed to get it done and show why... Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot of people in the Hills and the Barossa and the Southern League, they always ride off the Southeast, but it's clearly one of the best. Well, the Cary-Narricourt, Western Border, those leagues down there that they put together. Jack Kelly, former yep. Sturt uh, player, was the coach of their team, and they just got it done. Matty Wilson, player of the Carnival, is one of the hardest blokes to tag down there, Hazy, mm. when we played. So. Oh, it's good
2: to see the country championships. Everyone's still absolutely love it. The players get themselves in as good a possible condition as they can. Um, and look, country footy is still very, very much alive.
1: And competitive uh, We've got to jump To our first break And when we come back On the other side of this Well We start getting into it We're going to chat to Like we said Luke Cable Tom Keough Maddie Nunn Plenty more to come Don't go anywhere On the Sample Show And it's all thanks to Host Plus And the Industry Superfund For all Australians Run only to benefit Its members Com- Search Compare Host Plus Today
0: On SENSA You're listening to The Sandful Show For Host Plus An Industry Superfund For all Australians The Host Plus Sandful League Is just warming up Feeling those game day vibes? Nothing beats it.
1: Welcome back to the Sample Show. Thanks to Host Plus, of course, an industry super fun for all Australians. Run only to benefit its members. Search Compare Host Plus today. Hazy, our next guest, or mate of yours,
2: also a doggy, and you love getting your doggies in on the Sample Show. Oh, you know I do, Fitzie. And this one is... we've We've gone right to the top shelf for this one. Former skipper of the club, closing in on 200 games. Uh, a bloke who just absolutely bleeds red, white and blue. It's Luke Harble. Good afternoon to you, Hubs. Hey, boys. How are you going? Yeah, going very well. Thanks, mate. Thanks for your time this afternoon. Uh, first and foremost, mate, um, you're on the comeback trail. We hope to see you playing some league footy this weekend. But, jeez, it's been a nice little patch for the Dogs.
3: Yeah, the boys have been playing great footy over the last, I reckon, five, five or six weeks. Really consistent, um, putting what we've been training into games. Uh, a lot of our younger guys have started to step up too, which is great to see.
1: Hubs, uh, it seems to be the Ponderosa's a happy hunting ground. How much of an advantage do you think it is, mate, playing at home? It just seems to be that you guys grow a leg up there.
3: Yeah, I think it it helps probably every club. Every club likes to play at home. Um, our ground's pretty unique, as you both know. It's, it's quite big and wide, and um, there's a certain way that you try and play it and Exploit opposition, especially in pre-season, when you've done all the work on your home ground and um, your one k's and all that sort of thing seem like they're about one and a half k's every time you run them. But um, no, yeah, I think every every side's got that home ground advantage that they try and and make sure that you get the wins on. Um, we haven't had too much. Too many wins the last few years, but I think we're starting to build back to trying to create the fortress at the Ponderosa again.
2: Yeah, you're right, Harbs. The 1.2 uh, kilometre 1Ks uh, with the um, <laughs> seriously thick spongy grass on the, on the sideline. It really, really tests you. Uh, mate, not the result really you... character building. Oh, big time. Not the result you guys were after on the weekend from a league perspective, a little loss to uh, Sturt. But before that, back-to-back wins, over, what, a 1,000 days since that's happened, since mid-2019, what does that do for a club where wins aren't exactly flowing in?
3: Oh, it's exciting. I just think it's it's growth through the process that the club's got in place that we understand that we're not going to get to a stage of winning a premiership with the click of the fingers. You've got to do the hard work, and there's, it's baby steps first. So it's one of those small little goals that if you want to become a good side again that you've got to start to tick off. So it would have been fantastic to win three in a row, but... Um, it was one of those games where it was a bit of a missed opportunity with us, with our goal kicking. Um, and we're aware of that too. So it's it's not like everyone's disappointed because we've lost. Because you just need to understand where you've lost the game and um, what you can control. And then hopefully come out this week and the boys play well against Port.
1: It wasn't that it, it was one person kicking five or six behind. So was it, Harbs? It was like 6-16 was the scoreline. But there's a probably four or five players that all kicked two behinds rather than... So it it doesn't collectively look um that bad um really but was it one that a few boys just went gee like that's it's one kick out of uh, 16 yeah, I, opportunities
2: it, it, Yeah it is
3: yeah you kick 6 16 and like you said there's a few of the boys that would have loved to have their shots on goal again that they'd normally kick when they train or play it's just one of those things it it happens every now and then you do do miss some goals and that's how you respond to it, really. We've, I know we've had guys, we, we trained at Trinity College on Monday, and we had a number of guys that were kicking um, goals before and after training because they, they care.
2: Hey, just in terms of your coach as well, Paul Thomas, um, absolute legend of the club. I mean, in terms of his coaching development, how's he going? It's um, Starting the season wins, that must be nice reward for a bloke who no doubt um, has got the entire playing group playing for him.
3: Yeah, he's going really well. He's he's a good coach. Uh, it's only his second year as a full time coach, but I think all the, oh, as you know, as a player, brilliant footballer, um, loves the game of footy. Spent a number of years at the Crows under some quality coaches as well. So he's got so much knowledge and um, and care as well, uh, not just for the football club, but for the individual players. Um, and their families too. So it's it's a great environment to be in at the moment.
2: I love that you professionally just said that Paul Thomas is an absolute football nerd. Is that the other way to say? It?
1: <laughs> that was that was exactly what I was saying. <laughs> yes. hey, uh, um, so I want to talk to you about three players in particular: the two Schiller boys and Kyle Presbury. There was a bit of a chat that Kyle Presbury was going to leave, uh, and I've had the pleasure of meeting him. One of the great, like, really great guys. But the, the Schiller brothers, they. They just keep racking them up year after year after year uh, and probably don't get the plaudits they deserve as sort of an on-ball slash, you know, rotation brigade.
3: No, oh, I think they do at Centrals. Um, they do, Yeah, they definitely do. They've, they've been such good players and, and people around the football club for such a long time. Um, and it's so good to play with mates like that who you can trust uh, and you know that they're going to deliver week in and week out and they're very durable. Uh, and Prez has he's come along in leaps and bounds the last two and a half years, and finally realised the balance between work and and playing and um and his potential as well because he's an extremely talented player. So yeah, those three are, are really important
1: to to our club. How how much longer have Travis and Jared got? in the locker. They're pretty important and sort of, I'd imagine that when one goes, the other one's going to probably pull the pin at the same time too, but how much longer do you envisage that they'll be kicking around and being sort of the backbone of the midfield there?
3: Oh, hopefully, hopefully they go for another couple of years. Like I know Jared and Travis are both inside mids and sometimes the, the bodies and stuff and are pretty sore on a Monday, um, but they're just so mentally strong too, so it just depends on on what they want to do. I'd I'd really hope that they do go for another couple of years, but you just don't know um, what people are going to do until the end of the year and and what they want to do and reflect on.
1: Let's get back on to you. Uh, I've got it at 187 uh, career matches, 200s looming uh, and coming around the corner. Nice little 200 club game incentive too from the sample coming your way. So pretty keen to get the 200 in the life membership? Uh,
3: Mate, in all honesty... It's, it's not really a goal at the moment because, yeah, I've, I've started training in March this year. This is the first time I haven't done a pre-season. Um, I only played two league games this year. So it's more just a, a process of trying to get my body right and play some decent footy to return to play league. Um, and especially with the boys going well at the moment. So it's like I've become a younger player again, trying to force my way back into the team. So it's just about embracing that challenge and, Body feels great, as uh, good as it's done in a couple of years. So potentially play on again next year and, um, yeah, hopefully push for for finals. And if that 200-game mark does come around, then it's it's going to be off the back of yeah, getting things right with, with form.
2: Not young anymore, Harbs, pushing mid-30s. I know you look 21, but uh, 33, <laughs> sort of 34-type areas. Mate, you've 100% got the drive. I mean, have you made that decision as well that you want to play next year or is that something you'll address a little bit later on?
3: I'll address it a little bit later on, but I'm keen to play on. Um, It's a direction of the footy club, what they want to do. Um, I love the footy club. Uh, I know know that I'm a valued member of the footy club as well. Um, Yeah, the capacity to which I play, whether it's reserves or league for next year, there's there's always optimism and growth that I can help with Um, if I'm not playing league footy, because we've got so many younger players to try and pass on a bit of knowledge to and... um, yeah, make make their practice to become good league footballers. So, yeah, we'll just see what happens over the next 12 to 18 months, I guess.
1: Uh, Harbs, appreciate your time on the sample show, mate. Looking forward to seeing you back out on the park. Always loved watching you play, especially when we called the uh, centrals. And, mate, best of luck for the rest of the season. Get a few more wins for the doggies. Thanks for that,
3: boys. Thanks for having me
1: on. Luke Harble there. Uh, thanks to Host Plus, of course. An industry super fun for all Australians uh, Hazy, I want to talk about the Shillers just quickly, though. Is there a nightmare to call uh, being 28 and 38 when you're starting with the – like you see one of the Shiller boys go in and you just see the eight flashing. It's an absolute nightmare, especially games in and undergoing. Is that Travis or is it Jared? But Well, at, th- least,
2: at least they look relatively uh, not the same. I mean, yeah. imagine, imagine coming through the ranks and you've got Chris and James gowns. Flying through the mid, one's twenty one, one's twenty eight, and trying uh, to, uh, or you just go straight Gowns. You just go straight
1: Chiller. A hundred percent, they would have. The Gowans boys would have swapped numbers and gone out and played. Like oh. in the same game, a hundred percent would have gone. You know what? Well, I'm going to pretend I'm you, and you pretend you're me. I
2: mean, who knows what sort of uh, swapping they would have done to get away with some stuff? <laughs> but uh, we'll leave that. We're going to some. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm. I'm talking about in, in particular. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> no, what I'm oh, saying <laughs> is, what I'm saying is, I, I remember a particular story that they told one time where. Um, one of them got kicked out of a nightclub in Sydney on a footy trip. And then uh, the other one turned up from the next venue and the bouncer said, no, 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 mate, you're not coming in here. I've already kicked you out. He said, no, 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 that was my twin brother. And the bouncer said, look, yeah, that's the oldest trick in the book. You're not coming in. (laughs) (laughs) It
1: actually was. (laughs) It actually was. And then if they
2: both rolled up, they would have both got thrown out. Exactly right. Um, Good to speak to Luke Harville as well. So it came across the centrals, I think it was around about 2008. He he was absolutely one of those players where – the goal then was to, at some stage, play some league footy. And, I mean, he's on track, hopefully plays next year and gets to 200 games. But uh, Luke Harville one of those blokes where if you don't like Luke Harville and everything that he does, then there's something wrong with you, not Luke. Like, you know those rare blokes that you, yeah. you bump into? Where you're like, there's just everything perfect about this bloke. So, I mean, Central is just absolutely... Uh, as a whole to have him to have him uh, part of the club.
1: Yeah, it's a big rap on him. We've got to jump to a break, and another bloke we've got a big rap on is Tom Keogh on the other side of this hazy. Plenty more to come on the Sandful show. We'll be back right after this.
0: On S E N S A, you're listening to the Sandful Show. For Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians. The Host Plus Sandful League is just warming up. Feeling those game day vibes, nothing beats it.
1: Welcome back to The Sample Show. Miles Fitzner, Andrew Hayes. Thanks to Host Plus, an industry super fund for all Australians, where we go from much, one much-loved player at one club to, well, a much-loved player at another club. They got their first win on the weekend, Hazy at West Adelaide. And this bloke, we're trying to work out what position he plays because he literally plays every single position on the ground. He's probably the Sample's most-loved utility. His name is Tom Keo and he joins us. How are you, Tommy?
4: Oh, I'm I'm well, thanks, mate. Uh, It's always better after a win, but uh, thanks for having me.
2: Yeah, I mean, we don't get to speak. We haven't spoken to too many uh, West Adelaide folk after a win, mate, so um, take us through it. It's been a tough season so far, but no doubt, I mean, what was it? Joy, relief, maybe a big mixture?
4: Yeah, probably a little bit of both, to be honest. Um, Yeah, obviously, we've played some some good footy this year, and um, it's probably just been sort of a quarter. um, In some games, even five, ten minutes, it just cost us uh, little lapses that cost us in games, and uh, which has been disappointing you know we've pushed teams you know i think last time we played the bays with five points and had some sort of close games within a couple of goals so it was, it was nice to finally get the monkey off the back and, and get a win and the, the boys were ecstatic uh, i think the inside circle was probably bigger than the outside circle it was a lot of boys first win I think 10 or 11 blokes first win for the club so uh, yeah an exciting night and um right for the boys
2: uh, from, from your perspective as well i mean What's it been like? It's a genuine, you'd call it a rebuild in the club. You're a guy who played in a premiership and you're probably used to uh, continued and pretty, you know, solid success. And then you go through something like this. I mean, do you start to treasure the wins a little bit more?
4: Oh, definitely. I think, I think everyone's putting in a lot of good work. I mean, I've been part of, uh, I suppose, teams before in the past where, you know, sometimes when you're not winning, it can get, uh, you know, things can fall away or stands can drop. And, um, you know, I think we've only had... Two or three, maybe ten goal losses. Outside of that, it's all been, um, as I mentioned, these little lapses that are just costing us. And um, I suppose the the trade off with the young squad is sometimes you get this inconsistency, but you also get a lot of energy, a lot of enthusiasm, eagerness to learn. Uh, we turn to training every night, and it's, I mean, I'm you know one of the older ones, and I get in there sometimes. I had a long day at work, and I get in, but the second you step foot in there, everyone's willing to work and you know enjoys training, and um, the banter flies around, and I cop just as much as anyone, so. Um, it's been good. It's been a really good environment, and it's and pleasing that that hard work and that enthusiasm and energy sort of finally paid off. I know there's been some, there's definitely been some progress and um, improvement, but nothing, nothing beat
1: the win. Uh, Tommy, a few cordials then to celebrate?
4: <laughs> there was a few. Um, a little <laughs> bit. I like think the busy knots of the bar, bar staff over the club <laughs> after, which is good. Um, yeah, it's well celebrated, I think. And the, the, uh, the supporters deserve it just as much as the players.
1: Yeah, my word, they do. Hey, mate, uh, mid-season draft—you lost a, a gun in in Carmichael. Uh, it was good to see him run around um, on the big
2: stage. No, he doesn't mind a kick as yeah, well. Yeah, me like handballing. Twenty-four oh, touches, that, twenty-four that kicks. Kick, that's
4: twenty-four. Yeah, I saw that. Twenty-four and twenty-four. Um, yeah, unfortunately, he was playing at the same time as us. I know there was a few boys uh, who were keen to uh, go and watch, and um, I know a few from the club um, were sort of invited to the game, so they wouldn't have a. Little, had a watch and, yeah, had a ripping and a nice goal as well, which is great to see. And we just wish the absolute best for him. And, I mean, he's, a, he's another one of those ones with a terrific attitude. He came over from Majura. He wouldn't want to start. I mean, if you're playing amateur football in the country, you know, and then six, seven months later, you're playing with the MCG. So it's an amazing story. And we're absolutely wrapped for him.
1: Uh, Tommy, what about uh, another superstar that came back to the club? Everyone loves this bloke. Hamish Hartlett, he just walks out for your win as a lady, lazy 30. Nine tackles, three clearances, six rebound 50s. Uh, he's a star.
4: He is, he is. I mean, we knew the quality of player we are getting um, and obviously the quality of person as well has been great for the group uh, and obviously helps assist with our midfield stuff as well. So we've got such a young group going through there. Someone like him, his experience is invaluable and um, yeah, I think his footy over the last two, three weeks has went up another level. Um, and I think that's, that's sort of a, when he plays well, we play well. And, um, as I mentioned, the experience in there, and uh, big body as well, nice and strong. As you mentioned, those tackles, you really set the tone for a, a young midfield. So he's been absolutely uh, amazing for the club. And as I mentioned, not just as a player, but the person uh, he is as well.
2: Geez, you got a good bunch of veterans amongst you. I mean, uh... Jump in, Tommy, if I'm missing someone. But yourself, you're a veteran now. You've got Jono Beach, Hartlett, Logan Hill as well. Um, are you guys all happy? Can you see yourself playing one or two more years?
4: Oh, definitely. I it's easy to say I'll play forever when I, um, yeah, when we win a game. Uh, I reckon the last quarter I was high, high-fiving, five really and thinking how good footy? I love footy. So probably haven't felt that for a bit. But no, it is. It's good. And, and I think part of that structure we got around with a few older guys um, is about you know, imparting as much knowledge as you can to those younger guys and um, they teach us about enthusiasm and energy <laughs> and we teach them a little bit about football so it works well but no, when you're winning games and you're having fun and um, yeah, can play forever.
1: Tommy, just a quick one before we let you go, mate. Uh, no plans in to go back to Pinaroo, just go and take on the Mighty Lameroo Hawks down the road or go to Peak and play up the hill?
4: <laughs> the small hill, yeah, yeah. No, of course one day I'd love to, I do definitely want to play at Pinaroo and, and play with my family, see my family and play so my brother and mates, and I did see back there there's a bit of uh, the border down to Crows though, they're joining me with Meningi a yeah. bit, bit of a stir back in the Mallee Footy League so yeah, that's has been a bit of a, a different one so I think it's a bit of a few decisions we made in the MFL and what's going on back there but um, hopefully the comp stays and it's great for kids and uh, obviously I grew up there and absolutely loved. you know, some of my favourite memories are going footy at Coroondra or, you know, wherever it was, Marvel, um, Yeah, growing up, so hopefully the league stays out there and get a kick out there one day
2: Hey, Tommy, we spoke to your, co- to your coach, rather, on Monday, Brad Gotch, and just told us that it's um, a bit of a mix-up in terms of roles and everything on game day. So your coach, Gotch, he was on the on the ground, and upstairs Adam Hartler basically was uh, throwing some magnets around. How, how was that for the players?
4: It was good. It was really good, I think. Um, and you see nowadays, um, you know, Fagan from the Lions, and yeah, even Goodwin who's um, a premiership coach now. He's had a lot of coaching from the bench and seeing that sort of, as opposed to, you know, I suppose waiting for quarter time to get messages, particularly with our young, our young crew. I think it's really helped, really helped on the weekend that Gotchi could talk to them about more in game stuff, how they're feeling, keep them switched on to you know, their roles. And, you know, we obviously trust Harty and how is developing extremely well um, as a senior assistant, and, and that way he can see the game a little bit more. So um, that trust between Gotchi and Harty is, is obviously fantastic. So Gotchi knew he could speak to players one on one and have the trust of. Um, hard to to sort of see the game and the systems up in the box to, to pull the game. It worked really well on the weekend. I think um the, the, particularly the players. Unfortunately I didn't get a stint on the bench so play. <laughs> no rest for me. So I didn't get jockey, but, um yeah, no rest for us. So um but yeah, it worked really well. So I think it's something we might uh, continue looking at.
1: Quick word on the Bays uh, this weekend, Tommy. Uh, look, they, they've been sort of up and down a little bit, Glenel. They they look beatable. Like last year they didn't, but... Well, the last few years they haven't looked beatable, but they look beatable now.
2: You certainly got close earlier in the it, year. It,
4: well, definitely. I mean, uh, it's, it, it, definitely, I, mean they, I think they're they're third on the ladder or something, but I think they're equal on, on win sort of thing. With the, it's a very tight uh, top of the table. But, yeah, I think their last probably month of footy hasn't probably been their best. Um, they had a couple of sort of bad losses, but... Rebounded well last week. I think they would be. I think it was where they played. Um, so yeah, we, we always actually sort of match up pretty well. And um, we've had a few tight games over the last couple of years. So but we know their their strength going to elite midfield. Um, we talk about veterans for us. I've got a few themselves um, across the whole ground. We've, we've been up forward. To, uh you know, there's, there's snooks and stuff in the middle. the Partington's in the middle. So yeah, you're proud to catch them down back. So uh, we always think it's a good challenge. And um, and that's the beauty of our young squad. Again, we don't. We do see you know, playing England, so we're actually really looking forward to it and hopefully we can continue a bit of the confidence we've got taken from the weekend. It'd be nice. So oh. it should be a good game.
2: Yeah, it should be a ripping game. Tommy, before we let you go, you are a genuine utility. So you can play down back. <laughs> I mean you started as a forward, you went down back, and then you had a stint in the middle, Man. which you actually did very, very well. Have you got a preference?
4: Uh not not really. I'm I still I'm still pretty stoked to get in the game, you know, so I'll play anywhere. a immediately trade, Tommy. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you want to, want to take all, it, one all. game, one, nah. one week at a time as well, Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> Give it hundred <laughs> percent. Full credit to the boys. Yeah, full credit to the boys.
4: Honestly, uh, nah. uh, defending is probably easier. I was in; it's a simpler role, not easier I as in mean, it's physically any easier, but it's just a simpler role when you play down back. You, you've got a, a man to beat, and oh, obviously I like it one on one, and don't really love running too much. So, um, and can't really jump that high. So one on one sort of good for defenders. But um, yeah, I, I enjoy the challenge up forward and. Forward get the glory, but the mids around the ball. So it's sort of, it's positive around all of it, but probably defending is probably the easiest one for me, I suppose, at the moment. But again, happy to get <laughs> get the gig.
1: Don't hear, that, don't hear that very often, defending in front yeah. of being in the midfield or forward. Tommy, appreciate your time, mate. Uh, love seeing the Bloods get a win. We've been talking about it. It was coming. Hopefully you can get another one on the board uh, this week coming. And look, thanks for joining us on the Sample Show.
4: No trouble, boys. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me.
1: Tommy Keo there. Seems like a yeah, I haven't met Tommy, but seems great. like a good fella. Hey, yeah, uh, with break time on the other side of this. Ah, this bloke's a bit of fun. Matt Nunn from the Nord Footy Club. He's always great to talk to, Nunny. And we do it all thanks to Host Plus, an industry super fund for all Australians. Run only to benefit its members. Search Compare Host Plus today.
0: On S E N S A, you're listening to the Sandful Show. For Host Plus, an industry super fund for all Australians the Host Plus Sandful League is just warming up. Feeling those game day vibes? Nothing beats it.
1: Welcome back to the Sample Show on the heel of the hunt. Hazy, Miles Fitzner with you as well, thanks to Host Plus and Industry Superfund for all Australians. Well, there is no better team in the comp going better than Norwood. Hazy? A no better team.
2: Very good few weeks.
1: And you know I've got a little bit of a Nord connection. You know I like
2: my boys from uh, from the parade, and he's I've, I've he's been... got just a pain to paint a picture. He's currently got a giant red legs oh, um, oh, his logo tattooed on his forehead.
1: You're an absolute muppet. But uh, one of the great men down the parade uh, I've had a bit to do with too is uh, our next guest, current skipper of the club. His name is Maddie Nunny. He's been out for a couple of weeks. He joins us. How are you, Maddie? Good, Miles. Thanks for having me on, mate. Hey, uh, Nunny. Uh, hey, how do you explain uh, you've been out four weeks and they keep winning uh, what's going on <laughs> <laughs>
5: tell yeah, me this, this is,
1: what's going on mate
5: person, <laughs> you're not the first person to tell me that the club doesn't need me right now so that's old news mate yeah. um, no yeah, I have been out since the third game so I'll, I'll claim that I've started the run um, but um, yeah we're, we're going really well which is good I think you know, you've got a little bit of connection to the club and you know, new faces around, but um, I think that that's been the key to it. A lot of um, sort of young boys and, and old boys gelling together now, and realising, yeah, we've got got what it takes to to win it. So um, yeah, it's a winning culture at the moment, which is what what's required to win a flag. So um, yeah, boys are really really up and about. So I'm just looking forward to getting back out there and being a part of it more often.
2: Well, mate, before we talk about your winning run, take us through it. Um, what's going on with you, and when could we expect to see you return?
5: Yeah, so I did the ankle in the first sort of yeah minute against Sturt and it just jumped up for a mark and landed on it a bit funny. I didn't really realise I did it because I played the game out and then, um, yeah, got some scams. So uh, the news came with dysmosis, so didn't really know much about that injury a couple of years ago. Now it's the most heard of injury around. So, um, yeah, probably looking like another four weeks. So um, yeah, either the last game of the year or first week of finals. So um, yeah, at least it's good news is it's not a season ending injury, which is which is nice.
1: With that, Nunny, can you get on the bike? What like, what can you do to sort of stay fit to sort of come one match back with that ankle? Probably just work on your buys and tries yeah, and shoulders. So
5: more, yeah, the upper body's getting a fair workout, I'll tell you that much. But um no nah, it's it's more so the skiing and rowing and all that sort of stuff. Get just off the ankle um, and yeah just a lot of sort of other little things you can be doing to keeping the cardio up but I didn't miss like this is the only injury I've had this year and missed this year so fitness is it won't go anywhere um, luckily but uh, just a couple of weeks probably training to get get back right to go.
2: Mate have you had uh, any bad injuries uh, and, and if not how is your relationship currently going with the rehab room you, you mentioned the ski erg are you on the rower as well They're some torturous machines in there which is the worst?
5: Yeah, rehab sucks, as you would know, Hazy. It's the worst thing in the world. So um, I had a bad hammy last year, but other than that, I really haven't had many injuries that have put me out too long. Like only when I was a bit younger. So, yeah, it's not fun when you when your first couple of weeks because you feel like you're not involved, especially being a captain. I just want to be out there and you know chewing the fat with the boys on the oval and um, yeah, getting the wins. But you know, this is this is what builds character and, and tough mentality. So. Um, yeah, I've just got a couple more weeks to grind it out and um, stay away from that skiog. After that, I
1: reckon. <laughs> Maddie, the, the pennies dropped at Norwood. We knew early that the Twig runs a system, and and you guys were sort of implementing your game plan. But I, I want to talk about you and I had a conversation about the inclusion of Luke Sermon, and maybe a bit of a sort of a missing piece in regards to a target. Has he been really structure wise, sort of just been maybe the the link that you just needed another big man.
5: Yeah, I didn't think you'd remember that combo. You yeah, had a few wines that day. Oh, month, but, uh... there he is. <laughs> Very uh, good. Oh, no, nah. <laughs> nah, um, Luke's been a huge addition because, um, you know, we all know Harry Boyd's having an exceptional year. Um, and, uh, you know, the support that he's had has been pretty minimal because, obviously, most of our forwards are pretty athletic but quite slim, so... Uh, unfortunately for him it's been a fair bit of brunt work but um, yeah to have Sermo come back I think it was really good for him because he was hating his footy um, at Port unfortunately and and you know that's that's obviously an issue in itself so it was good for him to get over here and actually start enjoying his footy because Luke's had a few troubles before so I was really happy to have him back and because when he's going and loving it which he is right now because around the club he's just a good fella and Um, you know, on the field, he speaks for himself. He's a man mountain. So to have him chop out for Harry, but also give us another big option up forward, um, yeah, it it potentially could be that sort of little missing link that we needed to, yeah, kickstart our our premiership launch.
1: Do you know much about where Cam Tahini is, mate? I'll keep looking. I know I haven't been around, but is is he injured or is he just out of form? Yes, he had a couple concussions
5: uh, months ago or, or two. And he's playing in the twos at the moment. And we're, we're swinging him off the half-back line, actually, because they're just trying to see what he's like, um, you know, defending first and attacking, because um, we all know what he can do up forward. So there's just a little bit of, um, yeah, playing around with his position at the moment. But, yeah, he's just had a couple of concussions. And obviously with the boys flying, it's it's hard to, you know, come in. But um, unfortunately, did his hammy this week. So I'd assume someone like Tahini would be pretty close to selection in that um, spot there.
2: Matty, one of the absolute forgotten men of the sample was Matt Panos. Uh, when he was on back in the day, geez, he was a very, very good player. It's so good to see him back and producing some of that footy that made everyone um, stand up and realise that he's he's one of the competition's best players.
5: Yeah, it's it's great having him back. Unfortunately, he's been in and out like a yo-yo. Like he's had, um, yeah, come back from the knee, then he did his hammy, then he uh, sort of just had tightness. So it, it's just his body adjusting back to the sample level and, um, yeah, unfortunately, he did, did have me on the weekend again. So hopefully, it's not too long. Um, we can have him ready, ready for the first week of finals. Because, yeah, like you said, Hazy, he's an absolute jet. Like, having a six foot three midfielder who can win the game for you off his own boot is, is something that's extremely hard to come by. And, and his leadership, especially for me around the club, has been fantastic because he gives me another avenue to bounce off um, and learn from at the same time.
2: But how are you enjoying the captaincy as a whole?
5: Yeah, loving it. Honestly, the first year was really tough. Um, I reckon I've had a good chat to Miles about it before. Yeah, it's, it's something that I wasn't used to, and you know, thought I had to bite off more than I can chew because I was I was 23 when I got it, so I was quite young, um, and just thought I had to do everything on my own shoulders. And I soon realised having you know Dougie and and Griggy and Bad Brad around to guide me and help me with that role. You know, you don't have to do everything. You can um, delegate things off and also um, less is more sometimes. And, um, yeah, really loving it now that I've sort of got this really good group of leadership around me. And they're all very similar age to me as well, apart from Noss, who's a little bit older. So it's really good to have, yeah, a lot of like-minded fellows, And um, I think we've got a really good group of, of leaders at the club that's making my job easy. So I don't have to feel like I've got the weight of the world on my shoulders and can just do my thing, because that's, that's why I'm in the role at the end of the day. I've just played the way I do and, and have the relationship with the players and the clubs. So, um, yeah, it's been really, really good for me.
1: Matty, uh, you've won seven of the last eight at Norwood. I know you're out. We're looking forward to getting you back. But big game against uh, the Crows this weekend. Essentially put you up with ten wins with the top of the comp. So, no doubt you'll be in the box and revving the boys up. Appreciate your time. Best of luck and make sure you're doing that rehab, mate. want to come watch you later on in the year.
5: <laughs> will do. Thanks. Thanks for having me on.
1: Matty Dunn there, skipper of Norwood. Hazy, we'd better run through some of these. He's a ripper too, Matty Dunn. He was pretty close not that many years back of, of actually uh, of getting a crack at it. There were a few clubs that were circling at AFL level, and yeah, he was pretty close.
2: There's a bunch of players, and he is the absolute prime example that if he did get an opportunity, then no doubt he would he'd be fine. He'd excel in the AFL, but... I mean, uh, so, I mean, to the credit of the sample, and they're lucky to have him, uh, Redlegs absolutely are lucky to have him because everything that we hear from the outside looking in is, 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 is a, he's a sensational leader as well.
1: They're making a search for it. It's definitely it's good fun too, good ripping fella. Let's go through the games, Hazy. I want your thoughts on these. Norwood play Adelaide at Cooper Stadium on Saturday at one ten, mate, and this is a big, big, big game. It
2: is, and I've tipped the Red Redlegs purely because they are the informed team of the competition. I mean, just got the job done against South Adelaide, but... Um, the run a tag Cooper on Staten. Crouch. Well, have to. You've, you've got, got to run a tag.
1: You pick someone to go, you're out.
2: And look, it, it seems like we'll find out tomorrow what happens with selection for, in terms of the AFL side uh, for the Crows. But, uh, I mean, you need to stop him. Small ground as well. He's a very good chance to really rack up some disposal. I mean, Lockie Show was very, very good last week as well with 32. Yeah, he's um, gone. I've got the legs to win. Purely because it's at Coopers. They're, they're so hard to beat at Cooper Stadium.
1: Well, they run a good system. Let's go to the Bloods and Glenelg. High sense at
2: 2.10 on Saturday. Look, it's going to be hard to, um, even though it is at Richmond, it's still going to be hard to tip the Bloods because the Tigers, at their best, are going to be in the conversation with the best team in the competition. Certainly.
1: Let's go to Wigan Oval. Sturt take on the Panthers. And Panthers coming off a loss. Sturt only just beat
2: Central. This is actually an absolute pearler of a match. Yep. Every single game from here to the finals will be treated like an elimination final for South Adelaide and probably for Sturt as well. Um, lots lot to play for for both sides. Sturt just got, just got the job done against Central's. It's at Unley as well, which is always a tough place to, to play.
1: Yeah, uh, let's go to Port the,
2: uh, the Bulldogs at Mount team Kia Oval. Look, you know how much I love the Dogs and I love seeing them win. They nearly had three on the trot. Uh, just went down to Sturt before, but the problem for the Central's is their timing is awful here. Port Adelaide are going to get a stack of AFL talent back. Yep. Everything is just working oh. in Port Adelaide's favour. Injuries. I mean, we could see our RTF Fantasia play back there. Who knows? Could see said someone Bobby said Jones. he was injured at some point, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, I think there was a bit of stuff floating around at some stage. Yeah, and stage. then he copped
1: a bit of a hideout. Hey, the Doggies <laughs> win that. The Doggies beat Port, I'm telling you. Really? Yep, the Doggies beat Port.
2: That's a very, very big call. I hope you're true. Yeah. I hope it's true, but a lot of talent to come back yeah, in that being, Port Adelaide side.
1: They've been close enough. Now, uh, the Roosters and the Eagles. Eagles Well, a bit iffy. Roosters got a touch-up from the Crows. The Roosters bounce back at Prospect Oval on Sunday, don't they?
2: You'd think so. They're a class side. They've been the number one ranked side now for a long time. Not anymore. They want to get back on top of the ladder. Um, I can't see the Roosters having two bad weeks in a row.
1: Uh, That's all we've got time for, Hazy. We're out of time. Uh, All thanks to Host Plus, an industry super fund for all Australians run, only to benefit its members. Search Compare Host Plus today. Make sure you get out to a game of Sample footy. We love it. Ripping games on the weekend. And we'll see you same time, same place next week.
3: For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's
0: specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.